welcome to the first ever Spashies, the good, the not so good, but all special, it's me, the dead announcer ghost, and I'm here with your hosts, Zachariah and Nathan, in the booth, producer Jeremy, musical guests, whoever sings the songs in the different things that they watched, and now, your hosts, Nathan and Zachariah! Oh, wow. Thanks, guy. Thanks, Dead Don Pardo. Nathan, I Thank can't believe you. we got him. Um, that's actually not Don Pardo. It's, um, shoot. <laughs> Either way, the, the guy, seance was worth it just to get him. The guy, the guy who used to be on SNL. <laughs> um, Dang it. Jokes. Oh, no, hold on, Darryl everyone. Hammond. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Starting over. Yeah. Um, Keep that's actually in. not Don Pardo. That is Daryl Hammond. We got Daryl Hammond for that. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I read that off the cue card. <laughs> From Hammond and Oates. Yes, it's nice. time for the first ever specials. Nathan and I wrapping up season one by talking about our superlatives for our favorite things, our special awards for who did the best, and of course, our Razzies for oh, who baby. stunk up the toilet. <laughs> and these are all things that we have watched in the within this first season of the show. Um, so you won't be hearing us talk about, you know, Super Bowls, or WrestleManias, or um, you know, uh, Roots. No, as we're I, not gonna I'll be, so often want to. We're not going to be talking <laughs> about Super Bowls like we normally do. We're not going to be no. uh, talking no. about brand new things. We're not going to be talking about the last season of Bates Motel or House. Yeah. <laughs> you won't hear me mention one time anything about um, something we haven't talked about on this show. Daryl Hammond? Oh. <laughs> Daryl. At one time, I, I will give you one Daryl Hammond <laughs> reference. Now, you were very, you were very hot on, on, I had a couple ideas for categories, and then, excuse me, you were like a dog with an old sock, just couldn't let go, and you have many <laughs> no. more categories that you cooked up. So and I what I found was that there were only a couple of options in each category to mm-hmm. choose from. Yeah, I so it was very too. easy to choose. <laughs> sure. Uh, Turns now, out if you only watch 60 things, there's not very much variety. It's not, this is not like a Bill Maher podcast. There is not much variety within the things we've watched. I disagree with that. We watched okay, Waco, and we watched a Santa Claus animation, and we watched are you the saying that, Coneheads. Are you saying that this podcast has broken all the rules? Yeah, we're the Bill Mar. We're like two Bill Mars. <laughs> this it. is our new, club random. Not new rules. It's two rules. Two rules. <laughs> White men can't be heard anymore. It's a fact. <laughs> and old old white men are always being made fun of. Now, Nathan, <laughs> do you want to kick off these these categories? I do. I no. do. I, I I'm I'm um let me just hold on. I can't see the cue the cue cards. Mhm. Okay. Sorry. We got a new guy in here for the cues. Um so uh, introducing tonight's first category is me, Nathan, <laughs> and my host, my co-host, Zachariah. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when you're looking in life and you see things, it's in live action, 
right? It's like like when I see you, I can see you. You're like a real person, right? Right. Right? But <laughs> People could but say that we're drawn together. <laughs> That's right. But sometimes I just want to see things inked and colored and animated. And so tonight we're bringing you the best animated special that we watched. All right. And uh, what did you what did you choose? And we're <laughs> not reading nominees. <laughs> That's right. I have not gone through and listed all the nominees. No, nor will we. Okay, so for best animated special, look, we've we've watched some things that are pretty cool. We've watched some things that have taken years off my life. Um <laughs> I had a hard time picking this because at first I was saying, well, is there anything I'd, if I'm taking it seriously and saying what's the best, what would I really go back and, and rewatch again or recommend to people? And at first I was thinking, is it going to be the life and adventures of Santa Claus because of all the great character design, the Rankin Bass, all the crazy forest creatures? Uh, and then as I remembered, oh yeah, I wasn't really crazy about the story. Uh, and then I realized, you know, if we're talking about things that we've seen on this show that really encapsulate the the spirit of of what we do here, I have to say the best animated special is Rap City Street Kids <sighs> because that program is unlike anything else that you would ever expect to see broadcast on television. It has an amazing backstory that you can tell your friends. And um, I, I think in, in everything that we've watched, that is the ultimate in terms of bad on every level in a way that's fascinating. It should not have aired on TV. Mm-hmm. There should be laws and regulations made about future people being able to see it. Yeah. I think there should be don't say Rhapsody bills enacted in Florida by DeSantis. No one should ever see this thing again. Yeah. Brave stance. Thank you. Yeah. My my favorite special um actually was The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. Even though, as you say, it wasn't, um, the story was lacking, you know, I think being due to the fact that they're uh, redoing a book and not really having all the, the necess- you know, all, all of the, the resources you would need to take on a book of that size and scope. Uh, but the characters, the animation, everything was so cool and crazy and so much so much more interesting than what we see these days that i had to i had to go with it hey i agree i i will say uh my other category which is worst animated special goes with no hesitation to bc the first thanksgiving <laughs> just just a joyless slog it's maybe the one episode i've i have not listened to all the way through because we just sound uh, like we want to be anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, that what that episode, what Rhapsody Street Kids Believe in Santa has over BC the first Thanksgiving is um, maybe a point of view. And Mark <laughs> Hamill. <something. laughs> yeah, there's just, at least there's a thing happening and it's not just uh, a pun, an animated pun, like just over and over again every two seconds. I agree. Okay. Moving on. Hey, let's not leave the world of animation yet, Nathan. We've got Best Saturday Morning Special. We watched these cavalcades of previews of what was going to be coming up on the next Saturday morning season. They all had their little crazy plots. We watched the Saved by the Bell gang get swept inside a computer. We watched the Dukes of Hazzard uh, yell at a, a disco club with puppets in it. 
We watched uh, Alf Solve Mysteries. Did we do that one? No, it was. Um, no, we didn't. What did no, Alf, Alf do? Alf was in the the Save of the Bell one. Okay. No, we did. We did the Pac Man party. Pac Man party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was the. S- no, I think that was it. Okay. The Saturday Supercade was, I think, the the one. No, was the Saturday Supercade um, the video game one? Correct. Was that separate from Scott Bale, or was that in the same that Scott Bale the- episode? I don't know. I remember that we had to watch four different Atari cartoons for one segment on one of these Saturday morning shows, and I think it just broke our brain a little bit. It was a brutal... Yeah. And so which one did you choose? My favorite was the 1983 Dukes of Hazzard. Scott Baio owns a disco because watching... Uh, Boss Hogs overacting versus Scott Bayo's dead eyes uh, in a a disco inferno with a narrator puppet was just delightful to me. And who could forget my favorite sound from the, the that special? And don't forget all of the uh, license-free Michael Jackson songs that just play constantly. <laughs> That's right. Um, my favorite was, I think you'll you'll Uh-oh. maybe guess. Oh, oh, hmm. Hmm. Which one? Which one? Probably the one with uh, Lester, the ventriloquist dummy in it, right? <laughs> I'm a huge Lester fan, that's for sure. That's uh, gotta be no. it. It's uh no you're wrong. <gasps> I, I don't know how you didn't know this. Huh? But it was NBC's nineteen eighty nine Saturday morning preview starring the cast of Saved by the Bell. Wow, what a twist. <laughs> and by the way, they weren't sucked into a computer. They were sucked into a TV. <sighs> He's got you there. Who did they have to meet? Uh, Alf. They met Alf. They met no. John Candy. Who who is who is the micro machines guy playing? Uh he's playing the, the mayor of TV or something like no. that. No. No, I think the, he's no, right. the programmer. Yeah, I think he's like the king of the internet, isn't he? No, 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 no. no he's the king. king No, that's Sherman Hemsley. I thought he was like the president of programming or something. Oh, like oh, oh, he you're is right. like the Sherman was the Wizard of Oz character. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, we met so many delightful characters on our journey. They, I can't keep track of them all. They're all my favorite. If I could give awards to all of them, believe me, I would. Believe me, I would. Now you have here Best Holiday Special. That's right. And now this is a very special category because I didn't pick one. Because okay. they're this kind of, it, it, it bled over into everything else for me. So I didn't have Yeah, this one. is this was trickier in the sense that some of the stuff uh like a lot of the Halloween stuff we talked about weren't necessarily holiday specials but they were aired for the Hall- Halloween season. But my choice I think will actually surprise you. <gasps> and that was the 64th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You know what? I, I got to agree with that. It didn't even register to me, but yes, that was the best. Yeah. I, and, and you know I how I hate parades. I hate a parade. I hate watching them. Um, if, if I'm walking by one, it's okay, but I don't need to stop and watch. Uh, but I just remember having so much fun watching and talking about that one. Sure. Um, that I had to give it to, to that. You gotta get There's also a special nod to the Christmas bonus episode where we live, live talked a uh, a Disney parade for Christmas. Right, probably not as uh, varied a presentation. No, no, no. It's characters all the way through. <laughs> That's what we were doing. <laughs> we were, yeah. of course, doing our our long form improv. Now we get to you. Best. You did your John Lithgow. Yeah, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> It's Jesusaurus <laughs> Rex. <laughs> now, uh, we, now, moving on. Oh, yeah. Um, no, do our transition. 
Yeah, we're obviously full of energy, so I'd rather have you do the transitions. (laughs) Definitely not running low on fumes. (laughs) You know, when I uh, watch TV at night, sometimes I like to watch a little sleepy show, but sometimes I like to get a little spooky. Hold on, what what is this? What's a sleepy show? Uh, something like um, well, Joe Para talks with you. Okay, that's sure. a sleepy show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe Bob Ross. Okay, so you're that's talking like, like like tranquil, like Zen yeah. shows. No, there's not going to be any loud noises. Very calm. No, the loudest noise is a brush scraping against a canvas. Or when Bob Ross messes up and he screams obscenities. <laughs> he, and he, he says, this is what I hate about painting. Yes. And he throws the canvas across the room. <laughs> but on those nights when I'm not ready for bed. I'm sorry. I, I have like, one like more I said, question. I, I yeah, realize this is this is stop and start. The baseball <laughs> no, hat. This is all in the, this is all on all the, on the cue cards. cards. People don't realize this entire show is pre-scripted. Yeah. That's why it takes a long time between episodes. Is where we're going over it again and again, breaking the yeah. story. First and second and third drafts. The baseball hat that's sitting next to you on your cabinet is that a Trinity Broadcasting Network hat? No, it is a hat that says pizza. Oh, I see. There's just lines it's on a, either side. It's a a pizza skateboarding company, but um, I'm more familiar with the food. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my grandparents. I wish it was a TBN. Well, my grandparents <laughs> used to donate to TBN, and uh, I do have a TBN letter opener, which has the giant crest of the two lions oh, yeah. straddling across on the top. But the thing I wish I had uh, kept my little hands on is they sent them a crystal pendant of the broadcasting logo, and it's this giant. Like it looks like something a cartoon wizard would wear, and I don't know <laughs> where it went. I've always been very upset about it. I used to drive by the TBN logo every, often yeah. on my way out to Orlando, um, and then they shut down their uh, theme park, sadly. But you could see the remains. It's now an abandoned theme park. And I used to walk by. I believe it's where the uh, the crouches. Jan and whoever Crouch, you know, what I'm talking about the televangelist who's been on since the 1800s. Uh-huh. Uh, she has the crazy hair. Yeah, she has the hair yeah. that is immovable, like a big uh, soft eraser, and <laughs> the like cotton candy. The the giant golden church uh, studio slash place of worship is in Manhattan. So I used to walk oh, wow. by and press my little nose against the window like Charlie Bucket. Wishing I could mm-hmm. go in and pray. <laughs> and you would go in there and you'd say, buy and sell. And they would say, this is the wrong room, my friend. <laughs> That's on the other side. Uh, all right. So <laughs> you usually you watch something sleepy, but sometimes yeah. you'll watch something spooky. Yeah, something from this next category. That we like to call the best horror special. And um, I hope you chose one for this one. Nathan, you bet I did. Okay, that's good. Uh, Best horror. If we're talking uh, real and straightforward, for close, neck and neck, I I consider Trilogy of Terror. Mm -hmm. But pound for pound, I have to go with the Night Stalker. Uh, I love seeing just grimy, dirty, sweaty Las Vegas just looking like a, a toilet of puke and <laughs> old, sweaty, walnut-faced character actors in rumpled, stained clothing looking for v- the ugliest vampire you could wish for. Uh, I, I really liked it. It really put me in a time and place. But if you're talking about the visage that has stayed with me as a mask of pure terror, I have to go with my and Michael Eisner's friend, Fuzz Bucket. That little <laughs> okay. 
rat-faced <laughs> troll who speaks in a squeaky, lilting voice. Uh, and, he sque- and he squeeges himself to life. Very confusing when he's brought to life. Very confusing as to whether he's real or he's an illusion. All I know is he's all the worst parts of a possum, but he walks upright and he's too big. And he almost was as big as Mickey Mouse at one point. Is that in the intro? (laughs) No, Mickey is just such a huge fan of his. Mickey Mouse says the introduction. Like like someone... (laughs) Like someone asked Mickey who yeah. their favorite theme, like who their favorite like Disney mascot was, and or who the best, who the best Disney mascot was. Sorry, and Mickey said sorry. Somebody said in an interview with Mickey Mouse, who's the best mascot? Yeah, and, and who's the best Disney character mascot? And Mickey said, okay. I don't know. You'll have to ask Fuzz Bucket. <laughs> well, on, no, the full good. quote the full quote was what's it like being the greatest Disney icon? That's and right. Mickey said, that's I right. don't know, you gotta ask Fuzz Bucket. <laughs> for 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 that like that a is a great we we just crafted the perfect joke for ten people. <laughs> Who are driving <laughs> off the road laughing right now? I, I for for a better part of my life, I have come up with various. Um, <coughs> Can we explain what that this. reference is? Yes. Do you mind? So, so, oh yeah, go for it. Go, go, for go it. on. Oh, I was just gonna say. So, like, basically, like whenever we find out that there is a Christian artist who is. Whatever Christians at the time, you know, Christians would find out that whenever there is a Christian artist, a musician or something is well, is respected in any way outside of Christian circles, they become a sort of godlike figure that you always reference. And so someone came up with a story. I don't know. It is a very fake story. Yeah. And it's someone's, was Eric Clapton? No, th- so there's a guitarist named Phil Keggy. Yes, who is yeah. who is not maybe especially well known now unless you're really into technical guitar, but he was a Christian <laughs> guitarist who was respected in the guitarist community in the 60s and 70s. And supposedly somebody asked Jimi Hendrix, "What's it like being the greatest guitarist?" And Jimi Hendrix said, "I don't know. You'll have to ask Phil Keggy." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the so, phoniest of baloney stories. My favorite one that I ever came up with was, um, and this is so stupid, but it was something like they asked, like they asked Toots Thielman, <laughs> who was this the best. Is, what's oh. it like? What's it like being the best harmonica player? <laughs> and. <laughs> He says, I don't know, ask uh, Daryl Mansfield or whoever, whoever is a really good harmonica. Okay. I forget. Okay. I'm like trying to find it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We've got to move on from this. Nobody is enjoying this but, but Austin. Okay. Uh, best song. But I'm glad that you were able to pull pull what I was saying there. Yeah, I, was, I loved it. I that loved it. That was the it. first thing that the internet ruined for most dads. <laughs> <laughs> So our, um, so my horror, my favorite horror special oh, so was also was also the Night Stalker. Um, have you watched any of the other? Have you watched the show or any of the other movies or anything? No, I'd like to. Yeah, I, I I've been meaning to. I just need to pop it up on my list. But I I all the same feelings you had for it too as well. Like just the dark, like bleak, and then also I love uh, Kolchak. Is played by Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. Yeah. Uh, always love him, and especially in this. Okay, do you want to introduce the next category? Sure. Well, me, 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 me. That can only mean one thing. It's time for best song. Something <laughs> near and dear to our hearts. Nathan. Uh, Jeremy, get ready on the volume, because I feel like Nathan's pick will be a little quiet when I start it. It may or may not be. We'll see. Um, so 
there was a lot of music in this and one of my favorites for sure one of my favorites but not the favorite uh was the theme song to uh how to be a perfect person in 3 days uh which was the opening clarinet like what did you call that style of music? Rudy Toot music or yeah, something? Yeah, it's Rudy Tootie. <laughs> uh, which, which, which sticks in my head now and forever. But I had to go with the one that always, always makes me feel so, so happy um, and good about myself. The song Happy Just Being Me by Casey Filiacci. And Ferdinand J. Smith, who also wrote the HBO theme music. So that's just the the the, per, the the pedigree we're talking about here. So why don't you go ahead and play that song? Yeah, turn it up. Man, does it feel good to be the 80s. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, I'm I'm this is the credits I'm playing. As the credits are going on, I'm just laughing going like oh right William H. Macy was in this playing a turtle (laughs) and Sam Watterson oh yeah pretty good so uh, so one thing about Ferdinand uh, I read an article about him was that um, if you ask the article says like ask Ferdinand J. Smith to sit down and play a song at the piano he won't be able to do it, right? He's not a classically trained uh, musician. Like, how he comes up with the music is he hears the song in his head, he hums it into a recorder, and then he has someone compose it. And when huh. you hear this song, right, where it's the exact same melody over and over and over and over and over again, <laughs> you kind of get that that's probably definitely true. <laughs> Well, I I read that somebody asked Beethoven, "What's it like to be the greatest composer of all time?" <laughs> yeah, and he said, "You got to ask for Henry Smith." <laughs> That's right. He he uh, was very adamant about his respect mm. for Ferdinand, for Ferd as the as his friends call him in the in the article. FJM, Ferd. No, F, F, his initials. They would just call him FJM. You gotta get well, FJM no, in on the this. Ar- it, in the article, they actually called him Ferd. Ferd? <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's what his friends called wow. him. Oof. <laughs> uh, my pick, um, look, song is so catchy, they named the special after it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the cokiest thing we reviewed, and it is the anti-drug in name only special get high on yourself, which presents several versions. Uh, I'm going to play the two favorites right now. So uh, not only do you get to see all these children sing, but you get to hear the frog-throated Paul Newman <laughs> sing. <laughs> Be in yourself. Be in yourself. Be in yourself. <laughs> and then who do we get? Is, 
Well, we get uh, old Ted Nugent gives his take on the song. How's that, boy? And he, Come on. I said it on the show, and I'll say it again now. I hate how much I enjoy what he did to that song just because it's Ted Nugent. It's so good, and it is such a disappointment to know <laughs> <laughs> who made it because it is so freaking good. You should have heard the Frank Zappa version. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it was called the Jazz thir- Fart. Yeah. 13 uh, minute version. He appeared on SNL the week before and they saw, oh, this guy can't play by the rules. So they got kicked <laughs> him off. So um, I have another one for that as well, but we'll talk about it later. You sure? Um, yeah, it was a close call, but I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I have another hold category up. later. All right, you all know right. what song I catch myself humming sometimes? What? Uh, we're talking baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'll catch myself in my car just like humming along. We're talking baseball. It is really hard when Mickey you drive by a baseball Duke. stadium all the time. Oh, man, I love that song. I'm going to listen to it later. Um so this next category, you know, I, I, I was sitting down with the writers. We were trying to figure out how to introduce this, and uh, we couldn't think of a way. So this is just best actor. Um, and so what did you have for that one? Well, for best actor, I wanted, you know, a lot of times we get some real some real lint rollers as lead actors who we don't want to spend time with, and they don't look happy to be there. But I went with a person who looked happy to be there. They were very charming, and uh, you couldn't help but like the person. So I'm picking Jeff Cohen from Ask Max, the happy-go-lucky kid, best known from the Goonies. And he's just giving it his all as the inventor of a flying bike. Oh, my gosh. He, He was on my top list for sure. What a great special. That kid as his limitations his acting limitations are what made him so great mm-hmm. just he just couldn't help but be um and like the perfect 80s capsule <laughs> you know that in my mind kind of defines like child acting in the 80s i love it you but that's not my best actor okay I went with Dennis Weaver in Duel. Okay, sure. Um, because he just, all he was doing was driving. He was driving <laughs> and running away from someone. And he just really captured that, like, the all of the kind of, like, steps in the process of what's going on. So, like, just a guy driving around and then someone's annoying him. And then it's like, what the heck's going on? And then it's back to driving normal. Then it's like anger comes in and then it's denial. And then it's like, he, he goes through the entire range of like what you're, what would happen if someone was trying to run you down. And it was just tons of fun watching, watching him. He's good. Now this goes into my other special category, which is treats, which is whenever a person shows up and they absolutely elevate and everything they're around and they they leave way too soon and you spend the rest of the time wishing that they'd come back so for me it's a double whammy for gilbert godfred appearing in saved by the bell (laughs) vegas wedding yes (laughs) and richard simmons as the plate spinner in circus of the stars i i don't think i've laughed so hard in a long time those are great treats. Great treats. Um, this next category is very similar to the one we just did. 
You know, it took a while to come up with that transition, but it was worth it. (laughs) It really was. That was a great day when we broke through on that writing session and we were able to get that transition done. Yeah. Because we had been spending hours and hours. We had tons of Little Caesars pizza shipped in to try to get it done because it was the it was the it was the late late night. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, this next one's best actress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, um, I'm on pins and needles, who'd you pick? Uh, I picked Karen Black in Trilogy of Terror, the last segment there, Amelia, where it's a one woman play, basically. One and she just freaking I don't know how she does it. It's her and a puppet and she just nails it. Well, Nathan, we're of the same mind on this because I also gave it to Karen Black for the entire uh, film, even though I don't like all the segments. It's not her fault. She's giving right. four very different performances, and she does great, and she holds that whole thing together through sheer force of will. Ooh, can I, can I since you guys picked the same one, can, know, I, can I chime in? Please. The girl yes. who got murdered. In Bad Ronnie. In Bad Ronald. Bad Ronald. Bad Ronald. Bad Ronald. Yeah. <laughs> That's your favorite actor? That's my favorite one. Okay. The she bully, was so, the little bully oh, kid. Oh, man. She got under my skin. It was like <laughs> reliving childhood trauma when she was on the screen. She nailed it. Wow. Okay. I, so, let, let I ask, wanted her dead. <laughs> let me ask you this, Jeremy. Is that the only special you actually watched? No. No, he's watched other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I He's watched a, the D and D one. Yeah, you watched Mazes and Monsters. Oh, Maze, Mazes and Monsters. Yeah, you watched Rhapsody Street Kids as we were talking about it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> that is a. The, I mean, if I could, I, I don't know. I don't want to say this too early. Yeah. But that is my seriously my favorite episode of the show because <laughs> the the story behind yes that whole thing coming together is so bizarre mm-hmm. on so many levels. It almost doesn't seem like you, you almost question your own reality. Yeah. <laughs> like, Am yeah. I real? Am I also a computer animated <laughs> stock character? And then I started talking. I went home and I couldn't stop talking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My wife's like, How, what is it, honey? I'm like, <laughs> grandma. Now, uh, for this next well, category, I would like to ask for the ghost of Don Pardo to introduce this one because it is the big time, the big one. Yeah, can we? Can we? There we go. <laughs> it's me. My soul cannot rest. It's time for best special. Thank you, uh, Daryl Hammond, for that. <laughs> and what did you choose for the best special we watched? Well, if we're going by the rules of what would win an actual award through all of these specials, uh, it's probably Duel, Steven Spielberg's Duel. It's incredibly solid. We always complain that things are too long. Not that. That was the exact right nope. length. Doesn't waste a second. It's amazingly directed. It's really exciting. Holds up great. If we're going by the rules of network special and everything that we look for in this show and discovering strange new worlds, uh, I'd have to say that it is a, a tie for me for two very different shows. Because both of these shows are things that are very hard to explain are miracles they were ever made. They will never be made again. They have a bunch of celebrities that you can't believe are in it. Uh, and they they just keep delivering jaw-dropping weirdness. So I have a tie for Shangri-La Plaza. <laughs> oh, no. And get high on yourself. Two oh, man. absolutely bizarre pieces of television that if you show them to people, 
you you can't just watch a little bit of it and say, okay, I get it. You you watch it and it keeps unfolding in various uh, incredible and bizarre ways. Yes. Um, gosh, both of those were something else. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I went with a classic for me because this is kind of like when I first started getting into TV specials and um, the phenomenon of the made for TV movie and, 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 th- and thinking about it as an actual kind of genre of thing. Um, and I start, we started talking about this podcast. What would we talk about and stuff? This one is the one that always comes to mind. Whenever anyone asks me about the podcast, what do we do? Uh, I try to explain to them what it is and they're kind of, you know, like, oh, that's interesting. But then when I give an example of something we watch, I always give this one example and they're always like, whoa, that's crazy. How come I've never seen that or heard about it? And um, it's one that I've watched multiple times and I will watch over and over again if I want, if I, if I so choose. Thank you. You know, you can't tell me what I can watch. And uh, that is, is, is the speech going long? Oh, great. <laughs> Are they're, you playing they're, them off the stage? Already, sorry. Uh, it's, and it's bad, Ronald. Oh, okay. bad Ronald every time. Uh, I just love the freaking crazy story. Um, if I read books, I'd probably try to read the book. <laughs> yeah, don't try. <laughs> okay. Um, and I just love, I love the actors in it. I love all the stuff. It's just, uh, it's, it's just one of my favorite TV specials for sure. It's definitely something I've gotten a lot of comments about after the fact, because people have gone and searched it out and all of them, uh, yeah, come away weirdly shook from that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's uh, it's always fun to watch a movie that uh, makes me feel something. And Bad Ronald, you made me feel again. What's you like- made this old co- you made this old stone heart pump. <laughs> it's like oddly plausible. That's the thing that's like shocking about it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it does. It does feel like if someone locked you in a cellar and then went to go get surgery and died, that you would get stuck in there and you would have no idea. You know the weird thing about Bad (laughs) Ronald that I don't think we even talked about because it didn't occur to me until now. uh, It seems like the kind of thing that you would think about as a kid. You know, because the idea of being alone in your house when you're a kid is so uh, exhilarating and kind of frightening. Oh, yeah. So it's almost that, like, what if mom and dad never came back and I'd have to become a serial killer? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You either become Kevin McAllister from Home Alone Mm. or or you become a serial killer like Bad Ronald. Ronald. (laughs) That was the original quote in Dark Knight. Oh, it was? Yeah. You either become a Kevin McAllister or a bad Ronald. That's a really good Heath Ledger. Thanks. Were, were you doing Heath Ledger as the Joker? Because that sounded way more like Heath Ledger to me. That was, uh, yeah, Heath Ledger just tried to do an American accent. <laughs> it's me. That was Heath, that was Heath Ledger in uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. I'm really surprised by your choice, too. I thought for sure it would be like... Uh, the MC Hammer story or <laughs> Hollywood Dog. Uh, Hollywood, uh, I considered Hollywood Dog. I did consider Hollywood Dog. Definitely not Hollywood Dog for me, for That's sure. So it it's Hollywood Dog is incredible, but it is so painful. I mean, not that Shangri-La Plaza isn't, but uh, something about Hollywood Dog is truly grating. <laughs> Which is worse, Hollywood mm. Dog or Puchinski? Mm. Hollywood dog, Hollywood right? dog. The photo both. You know, it, it is insane that we covered two failed sitcom pilots with uh, dogs that aren't real. <laughs> Talking dogs. You still haven't uh, covered that pilot, uh, the Norman Lear dog sitcom where everyone dressed in dog costumes. It's just like all in the family, but everyone's a dog. 
is in actors true? dresses like in cats like yes are you serious yeah Oh let me, my let gosh! Me, sorry. Wow. Well, give me, give me one of your your extra because we have other superlatives. Got, I have a couple. Give me one of them. I have about this up. Yeah. So, uh, best splooge scene. Um, what Star are, what Star now? Wars holiday special. <laughs> Star Wars holiday special. Oh, sure, sure. There's got to be a more <laughs> elegant way to put that. Though. Not, not when you're talking about itchy. <laughs> the best <laughs> orgasm, for sure. You could have said wowie, zowie, or something. (laughs) Give us some pizzazz here. Itchy uh, watching his little porn machine in uh, VR machine in um, in, um, uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. Okay. Um, Now, I I can tell you that I'm going to send you a message right now. Uh, This was a... Show started by Norman Lear, who, you know, started all in the family called A Dog's Life in 1979. And it uh, stars uh, Barney Martin, who played Seinfeld's dad on, on Seinfeld. And everyone is dressed up in dog suits. And it's really gross Can looking. Can you please play this clip that you just sent me? The only problem is that this is going to be a clip from one of those ABCs. You won't believe this got shown on air. Hmm. So it's going to have the narrator. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Never mind. That's Shows just a like jokey narrator. And Maud. Producer Norman Lear was ready to redefine the TV sitcom once again. Well, looks like a nice day. <laughs> I woke up this morning. I guess it was the usual time. I don't know for sure. I can't tell time. I'm a dog. In a dog's life, actors in dog suits barked one-liners at each other. Iris! 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 And commented on society, relationships, and politics from a canine perspective. Uh, I thought that this was... I thought that that clip was, like, an advertisement for it. No, I wish. Also, like the movie Cats... Uh, so the the guy playing the lead dog is this very dumpy, Zero Mustel looking guy in a, a big bulky wig. And then all of the women look like they have uh, body paint air, airbrushed onto them. Like their breasts <laughs> are all highlighted with fur. They're all hot. Um, anyway, so yeah, look up A Dog's Life. Why not? McGurk, A Dog's Life. Uh, one of my other awards goes to Best Animated Corpse, and that is Bob Hope for hosting his special Bob Hope on the Road to China. Great to see uh, old bleary eyes out and uh, being very, very culturally sensitive and, and helping out a lot with diplomacy. He earned it. Nathan, let's rapid fire through the rest of these. <laughs> How many more you got? How many more you got? Just two, not not very many. All right, let's let's uh, do this. Next one. This next one. this last this last one. Or the second one to last one is uh, best special celebrating the opening of a Canadian stadium with a retractable dome. Mm-hmm. Mm. And What's, that goes and that went to, to Shangri La Plaza. Shangri La Plaza. Okay. Second Great. runner up is the opening of Sky Dome a celebration. And if we can, if it's okay. If we have time, can you please play the link I sent you? This was my second in second best song. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, We're of course going to listen to the "Open Up the Dome" song, the eight-minute "Open Up the Dome" song. time they had like, having problems opening up the dome? No, that was where the dome was fully open and they were being uh, poured on by rain. Oh, that's right. <laughs> like uh, the reason planks. why you have a dome. <laughs> Stretch for time. Uh, briefly, I will say that that tied with uh, the uh, 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 Jamie, not Jamie Oliver. What was uh, the, the Jamie Jamie Kennedy, Kennedy. 
That 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 was got best debacle for me. Sky Dome and Jamie Kennedy's New Year's Eve. But the uh, the other one was worst theme song, and there's a lot of contenders. But I have to give it to the 1983 animated Coneheads show. <laughs> Classic catchphrase, Mebs. Right. Feel free to cut that out, Jeremy. <laughs> um, no way. That, that sounds that like uh, it was composed, as the kids say, it slaps. That sounds, that sounds like it was composed by Ferdinand J. Smith <laughs> humming into his synthesizer. Now, I only have um, one more. You have one more as well? I have one more. Is yours a real and whammy? That is, uh, you go ahead with yours. Uh, mine's not that big of a whammy. I just wanted to give him a uh, shout out, which is uh, best overall host, which is Jonathan Frakes from Alien Autopsy, Factor Fiction. Oh. Frakes manages to have all his dignity intact hosting that Alien Autopsy show. The man's incredible. He what a balancing act. He a genius, a genius he host. Is I would kind have of a him genius. hosting. <laughs> I would have him hosting everything from that moment on. <laughs> Um, uh, mine is, and we can finish with this. Obviously, the worst thing I've ever watched in my life: Rhapsody Street Kids <laughs> believe in Santa, and I was in the room when my mom died. <laughs> now, is it this was worse than that? Was it a worse? Uh, but didn't you have a worse time watching some of these other things? I. Okay, the second viewing of the ambush in Waco <laughs> is close up okay. with this. But this is this is just I don't I can't put it into words. It is just hideous. It's 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 an affront but don't you think to it's fun- human. So you'd life. rather watch Bill again. I'm saying that <laughs> Choose those if words I'm carefully. On an island, oh, if I'm on an, a an desert island, entire circus of the stars. Remember I'm how bringing, long that was. I'm bringing circus of the stars, both of those episodes, <laughs> to the desert island before I bring Rhapsody Kids. Wow. Okay. I think everyone has I mean, to come see on. Rhapsody once before they die. I I think people should watch it for sure. Um. <laughs> but only so that they can have the same kind of misery and depression I have. That's right. As a result. You know, I'm looking through these and uh, in terms of what I wouldn't watch again, I ha- I've seen that Star Wars holiday special too many times. I can go without ever, ever seeing a second of that. That's one of those things that sounds fun. And then you watch it and you're like, Oh Lord, this is endless. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm not watching that again. I was so I was so angry at that. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it, man. That's it. No the more last, worlds to conquer. This even, is it. What were some of the What were some of the uh, shows that didn't win any awards? I'm surprised. I don't think we picked anything that would get in for the Earth Day special. I almost chose it as the best holiday special. Mm, mm-hmm. Loneliest um, Runner. I don't think that got anything. No. R- no, that's not getting Ringo anything. got left out in the cold. Oh, yeah, lot, all of... the MTV awards. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, babe. Yeah. Michael Jackson's Halloween. What's wrong with those awards, babe? Empty handed. Uh I almost picked Cartoon All Stars to the win- to the rescue, tying with uh Get High on Yourself, but they're they're kind of the same thing in different universes when you think about it. Yep. I'll yep. tell you one thing, going over these titles, reviewing everything, I had to keep reminding myself what the pilot was. 
<laughs> the break what is that? Oh, right, movie. the breakdancing girl. <laughs> I know that's such a strange title. Oh, hey, you know what? All kidding aside, that alien autopsy factor fiction that could have easily gotten in a, a top three in terms of uh, I, TV specials. I agree. That's one that um, had a lot of cultural significance. I think, and it was a lot of fun as well. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Al Capone's vault th- didn't win anything. Oh, come on. That one. That's, that's gotta be worse than rap city. That was brutal. What, but would you say, can I ask you, would you say Amen. that he's in the running for best host for a guy who's, who's basically presenting nothing? <laughs> I, I give him full points for enthusiasm. And then, then in the end, when he just like all of us shares the same feeling and just kind of kicks rocks as he leaves. <laughs> My, Come on, guys, let's all go to the bar. <laughs> I would have liked that special more if it had been Geraldo forced to carry and narrate two solid hours of looking at dusty <laughs> rooms. It was all that endless Al Capone history shown I mean, in a when PowerPoint. He, when he grabs that Tommy gun and he starts shooting it like he's a real gangster. Sure, sure, right. <laughs> He'd be like this, bang, bang. <laughs> Al Capone. <laughs> Notorious gangster. Riddled with syphilis. <laughs> I love your impression of Al Capone. It's me, Al Capone. <laughs> Look out, Chicago. <laughs> Chicago, here I come. I'm on the rampage. <laughs> Classic Al Capone. <laughs> oh, man. Um, once, I'm going to miss that Geraldo <laughs> Rivera impression as we move in to season two. Um, so everyone say goodbye to Zachariah and sadly also Jer- Jeremy only because we are not – uh, recording in Cleveland anymore, uh, but we will still be on the Golden Ox podcast network happily. And uh, so, um, you know, s- subscribe to the Golden Ox Instagram where there's so much information about its shows <laughs> and its podcast empire. Um, and also, if you live in Cleveland, you want to go see Jeremy perform stand up. <laughs> Well, and of course, there's. <laughs> I I should say that that before I go, uh, there was another another superlative list that we need to give, but uh, I'm gonna get him in here to give the list. So, okay. hey, how's it going? Oh no, it's Stony. <laughs> oh my gosh! All Freaking right, Stony. Hey, I had to come back to give my top three specials. All right, so number three is the BC special because it's got plenty of stones. <laughs> and number two is get high on yourself because you get to see a lot of really cool kids sitting around talking about their cool decisions in life. Uh, number one, number one is bad Ronald. <laughs> So you had the same experience as I did with Bad Ronald. Uh, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. First and the best, you know. <laughs> oh, Stony, you will be missed. And if there's any way in the future to get you on, we will um, try to reach out to your your agent, who's also as stoned as you. So I know it'll be hard. Just uh, <laughs> ring my pager. It's usually on. <laughs> I'll ring the old nine one one, and you'll come running. <laughs> that's so. That's how I knew some real kind bud. <laughs> some dank kush. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was it. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this scripting episode. We love you all. Goodbye.
Bye.